Hello, Rob. Hi, Chris. Welcome back to the 10-Minute Design Chat. Thanks, mate. Let's talk about boards. So, Rob, when I'm talking about a new design, or I'm introducing a new player to the hobby, I use the term board games, and then I go off and start talking about games that are played with cards and tokens, and there is no board, and I suppose the term I should have used, of course, is tabletop games. But I think the fact that we talk about board games in general shows how ubiquitous boards are when we play these different, you know, game designs. Um, And I think that that means it's a great topic to talk about. And what is a board? And, you know, what can we do with them to make designs more exciting? Oh, this is brilliant. I've, I've just been thinking of a new game show. Uh, and, I, and I'd love to test it out on you if that's okay with you, because uh, you know I see myself as a game show host in my in my, in my illustrious career, um, and uh, and it's perfect. It's, it's board game related, so you know you're right. We do talk about boards. That's probably where most people start. But what is a board? That's what I. That's that's the name of today. Board or not board? Hopefully you won't be bored by the end of this. <laughs> so I'm gonna throw you. I'm gonna throw you a bunch of uh, things. And uh, I'm going to ask you whether it's a board or not a board. And now this is totally opinion based. I haven't got the correct answers. People at home, grab a pen and paper, and uh, and you can you can tell me if if I'm absolutely wrong or Chris has got this completely the wrong end of the stick when it comes to these. But let's begin, okay? Playmat, board or not board? It's got to be a board. Oh uh, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. But what about you know the game Men at Work? Yeah. What about the box from that? I mean, you play on it. You play in it in some of the modes. Is it a board? Mm. I'm going to say not a board. Not a board. Ooh, contentious. Okay, what about this? Your hand. So I'll, I'll give you a sort of example. There's, uh, Is it Palm Islands, that game where you play there, the, you hold all the cards in your hand? Yeah. Is that a board? It's too soft to be a board, a hand. I'm going to say no, not a board. <laughs> Especially not if you're a pirate you're with a hook. Okay, Fireball Island, that thing with all the balls rolling down. Board or not board? Yes, I'm going to say board. I think there are, you can move on that, can't you? There are, there is meeple and stuff. Yes, and I think that might be partly why I'm bored for that one for some reason. In my head, there's the, the fact that you move <laughs> things around it, I think, has some sort of influence on whether my mind thinks it's a board or not. Mm-hmm. I like it. All right, quick fire round. I just want board or not board, right? I'm going to start throwing them at you now. You ready? So, digital tabletop, board or screen? Screen. <laughs> Poker table. Board. Welcome to roll and write pad. Uh, not a board. That's a hard one. Uh, y- your garden when you're playing bowls. <laughs> um, I'm going to say board, but tricky one. Yeah. Twister. Board. Mm-hmm. Air hockey table. Mm, board. And finally... Bowling alley. <laughs> not a board. <laughs> not a board. No, it's an alley. It's clearly not a board. True. I mean, this is the this is the the thing. I think most people when they start, you know, there's all the sort of uh, there's all these sort of like entry level games. You know, everybody sort of starts off with the classic roll and move, and and I think that's why it gets called that. But it is a hard thing to define, and 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 you know that's where like tabletop games. But then once again, there's games where you don't play. 
necessarily on the table. There's games where you can be holding components, and I've seen a game where people have their hands out and they people have to like move on them. So yeah, it it is a very difficult thing to define. But let's let's dive into that, Chris. Let's dive into more detailed stuff on this. So I think that the reason it's called a board suggests to me a sort of flat area. Um, and I think, you know, if you think of things like sideboard, you know, they're all planks of something that you'd put things on, right? So I think that's partly where the original term comes from. But let's think about the fact that it doesn't always need to be necessarily flat. Okay, so we talked about Fireball Island. So that's the one we've got a moulded sort of plastic uh, board <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that you're playing on. And then we're thinking about things that have 3D elements to them that are still flat and what i mean by that is have you seen the game holly festival of colors yes yeah yeah they're the people that made sagrada yeah it's that like multi-layered is it they're yeah. almost like perspex like you can see through and it's more about looking like top down over the course of three boards it's crazy but if we're thinking of boards as flat things then that wouldn't obviously fall into that normal category so it's an interesting evolution of the classic board into different dimensions i think and actually, that's a really good uh, point. When you come to 3D boards, one of my favourite games is Santorini. And and obviously, that's a 3D board. It's a board where you're ultimately building towers and you're moving up on different levels. Um, but it's it's another style of using boards within your games, which I guess is build a board. <laughs> you know, the board isn't... It's not a Monopoly board. It's not chess. It's not snakes and ladders. You know, your standard roller moves or, or just sort of like moving around. It is a board that develops over time or that can change each time you play. And, and obviously, you've got Santorini. Um, there's games like Magic Maze, which uses tiles, or Gloomhaven, where uh, the map can be different based off different scenarios. Um, you can even use something like uh, cards. Uh, there's a game that I'm de- in development at the moment, which is called Unbearable, where ultimately the cards you play with on the other side is also the map that you use to sort of run around. So so there's lots of different ways to build boards, and they don't have to be uh, sort of... We've talked about ones where there's like defined spaces almost, uh, like adjacent orthographic spaces. Something like Arkham Horror Living Card Game, what they'll do is they basically put out locations, and they're just cards in a sort of order, and you could say they're one space next to each other but it's more just sort of like where can you move like adjacently but they're not like defined squares on a map basically i think that there's also thinking about other ways that they can be represented things like player mats player mats can be of two types really they can be player mats that you actually use to play the game or they could be player mats that make the game like easier to set up i think that you mentioned one called massive darkness yeah, so Massive Darkness, another one of these, you place out tiles and you build a board. Um, but ultimately, each player gets almost their own board where they have a, a sort of a, a player map, a 3D uh, player map, where you can put pips in to like track health and experience. And they have slots for cards. And it's just a really useful way of uh, ultimately being able to track everything whilst you're playing the game. You could also look at like Viticulture, where there is a central board and everyone has then their own board. And that board is where they can sort of move some meeple on or upgrade it um and it just adds like an extra level to these sort of games but there is something about boards which i find quite frustrating in the board game industry and uh, i'm looking at you gloomhaven massive darkness joan of arc and that's the setup time 
Uh, especially when you're building a board. It's lovely when you open up Monopoly, you just basically, uh, you just unfold your nice board and there you go, you're ready. Um, but when you're using something like build a board, it can be very frustrating, especially when you've got a game which can take, you know, 30, 40, sometimes an hour minute, like sometimes an hour to set up. Um, and that can really like stifle how you want to, how you want to play the game or whether you even want to bring it to the table. Um, but however, Gloomhaven have released, uh, another game called Jaws of the Lion and I really like what they've done here. They've basically removed all these board tiles and they've replaced it with uh, a fold-out book um, where ultimately each scenario just has the map built onto it. Um, and even including, you might think, well, there's not enough space for like big maps. They've included a second book, Chris. There's a second book. There's a supplementary map book that you can attach to the main one to make a full map. And what that means is Gloomhaven, the amount of hours I've played of that game, it's always the setup and pack away that is probably the most boring and frustrating part of a game. Um, but being able to literally just open the book, you're on the scenario you want, and just start playing, uh, it's fantastic. So it's definitely worth building these sort of uh, ways to sort of simplify setup and just keep that in your mind. Be cognizant of it. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with a bog standard board. It's worth trying to explore these builder boards or, or 3D boards or player mats. Um, but, you know, it's ultimately something that you should be cognizant of is just how much time does this take to set up? Is that going to impede the game? Yeah, and I think think about boards, shape, size, whether they're 3D, whether they're double-sided, things like that. Don't just think of a, you know, a, a quad-fold square board that you have to whack out on the table. And, you know, this hasn't been boring. I love talking about boards. Boards are probably the most important part of most of these games that we've been talking about. So uh, thank you very much, Chris, for that. And uh, I'll see you at 10minutedesignchallenge.co.uk. Thanks very much, Rob. I will see you at boardgamebud.com. Thank you for listening. And hope we haven't bored you too much. Sorry.